When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. We seem to have a growing problem here in America. Police in Lakewood, Colorado, are searching for a suspect who is accused of stealing nearly $5,000 worth of women's bras and panties over a span of two years. Now, they reported that the suspect has stolen women's garments that total, well, just under $5,000. I mean, the headline is five, and it was only $4,481 between August of 2021 and May of 2023. They believe that the man has been going from laundry room to laundry room, stealing women's underwear, and has committed nearly 30 thefts during a regular skulking of apartment buildings. (laughs) Uh, so they're after him uh they're after him in colorado but i'm amazed that uh this has gone on for so long from different people i mean back in 2020 we have a guy that is spending now 26 years in prison on charges that included 22 counts of second degree burglary and he also got in trouble for sexual exploitation of a child and uh, theft and invasion of privacy. But he was also uh, caught. It was just a stepping stone. He was caught uh, breaking into the University of Colorado dorm rooms to steal underwear. Then in 2018, again in Colorado, a man broke into dozens of homes to steal women's panties (laughs) Uh, it wasn't just one or two it was an entire wardrobe of underwear is that such a thing an entire wardrobe of underwear Uh, one of the two victims said that uh, uh, he made made his way into her home and stole dozens of her panties then in 2016 in Colorado again uh, they installed surveillance cameras and found that a man somehow got a hold of her house keys let himself in to steal her underwear then uh, then we have the guy in Japan it's gone across the ocean where they reported rampant theft panties in 2017 alone there were an alleged 10,000 cases of underwear theft in japan <laughs> uh amazing ten thousand cases of people stealing underwear in japan wow i mean it's an epidemic it's an epidemic something needs to be done welcome welcome to chewing the fat <laughs> So a teen in Houston went missing more than eight years ago while walking his dogs in North Houston has been found alive. Yay! Yay! Rudolph Rudy Farias, right? Farias, F-A-R-I-A-S, 17 years old when he vanished in 2015. And uh, his two dogs uh, were ultimately located, but he was not. 
and the Texas Center for the Missing, a nonprofit organization based in Houston, works on missing person cases, confirmed that this kid was now located safe. Yay! And he was in the hospital recovering. All right. Well, now, uh, according to this, Houston police have met with the family and uh, they called his reappearance a miracle. Was it, though? Was it? A private eye who worked on the case said, "Eh, something really doesn't add up here. So a Houston activist who we've heard about a few times on this network through Pat Gray, Quan Alex, who has spoken to Pat uh, on his uh, radio show when he was in Houston, uh, Quan L. I think Quan L. is the guy who's talked as the uh, the uh, the biscuits, the cats and the biscuits in the oven quote, right? Yeah, he was the guy, Quan Alex. A cat can give birth to kittens in an oven, but that don't make them biscuits. Thank you. I mean, this, that's how genius this guy is. So anyway, he was there when the family was uh, interviewed by detectives at a Houston area hotel. Not real sure what Quanell was doing there. I guess he was just showed up and thought, hey, uh, listen, if a cat can give birth to kittens in an oven and that don't make them biscuits, I can be here for this interview with Ferris and the police. So anyway, uh, Quanell said that uh, he described uh, how Ferris had claimed that he had been fed hallucinogenic drugs by his mother, forced to do her work, and made to sleep in her bed and play daddy. Quan Alex said no child should ever be treated like that by his own mother. Wow. So the kid never was missing. Uh, apparently he was he went uh, he went out walked the dogs i think he finally came home a couple days later so he did kind of try to run away and the parent the mom said no you can't if you turn yourself in you'll get in trouble so she took care of him and started drugging him and uh, he was just the slave inside the house for eight years it's a miracle obviously we'll find out more uh in the coming days and weeks but uh, the whole story is just really really sad if true and there's no kidding about that but the one thing that i think we all can take from the story is uh, if a cat could give birth to kittens in an oven that don't make a biscuit we also have some news today that many of you will say wait what that hasn't happened already ocean gate has officially suspended all exploration and commercial operations uh really yes well apparently you could still book a trip on the sub uh until yesterday so if you're listening live today is the 7th of uh, july 2023 so uh the actual ocean gate submersible horrific accident happened uh a little while ago i don't know like uh two or three weeks ago i mean it happened earlier than they told us it did but it was quite some time and you'd think after they actually started finding pieces of it they would have said yeah we're done uh we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna send anybody back down for a while we're gonna uh, we're gonna just suspend all exploration and commercial operations nope we didn't do that uh we didn't do that until right now 
So, uh, color me surprised. So a scientist, why do, why can't I find this? You know, we, find, we talk about people finding drugs and finding things illegal on the beaches of the world. And we know about it because they tell us about it. If I find it, you're not going to know about it because I'm not going to tell anybody about it. And that's what would happen if I f- actually found um, the stuff that uh, comes from sperm whales, the whale vomit you know the floating gold that they use in perfumes uh it's ambergris uh they've people i mean look for it and out here in the u.s and i think australia we're not supposed to sell it if we find it if we stumble across the old ambergris <laughs> we tell if you if you happen to stumble across you know some whale vomit as you're cruising along the beach you can't sell it that's why you just shut your face and you don't say anything and you deep pocket it because it is worth a lot of money. So this scientist in the Canary Islands discovered a 21-pound lump of whale vomit. They say it's worth about $544,000. Uh, yes. Uh, he was there investigating this beached sperm whale. And uh, he said <laughs> he's inspecting the dead sperm whale. That doesn't sound like a fun thing to do. But look, if you're after ambergris, you got to do what you got to do. And uh, he said he found a huge clump of ambergris. And he wasn't quite sure it was ambergris uh, right away. But because the ambergris is the uh, secretion produced in the digestive systems of the sperm whales, and it's uh you know it's only found in about one out of a hundred specimens they use it in the perfume industry for a distinct odor and scarcity and you know they uh, they find it ever so often they believe that it happens because when the whales eat squid and octopus they can't digest the beaks of their prey <laughs> uh, so it just uh, remains, uh, you know, they vomited out. And that and it mixes with the waxy substance in the intestines and uh, produces ambergris. Makes you want to find some, doesn't it? I mean, not long ago, this is, remember, I remember talking about this because the, uh, the guys, the, the boaters found a bunch of it. They sold, they found over a million dollars worth, uh, the fishermen. They found a big chunk of ambergris, and they sold it to the United Arab Emirates for $1.5 million. And they all purchased homes and cars and boats and whatever they could get. I mean, 35 fishermen splitting up a million bucks. That's, you know, not that much. But anyway, it's strictly regulated here in Australia and the United States. So uh, because of, uh, we're, we're worried about whale uh whaling and the exploitativeness of whaling okay all right fine so if you happen to stumble across some ambergris uh make that whale vomit your whale vomit and then sell it someplace else okay Speaking of whale vomit, a pickle company has sued uh, a rival for allegedly stealing a 100-year-old recipe to make products for Whole Foods. Those bastards. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a pickle fan. You know, I mean, I, once in a while, once in a while, a chilled dill sounds good. You can quote me on that. Once in a while, a chilled dill sounds good. But... That's not that's not very often. Uh, that's not very often. So a Boston-based pickle company 
is suing this uh, pickle company in New Jersey, claiming it stole the 100-year-old recipe to make products sold at Whole Foods. Grillo's Pickles has filed its second lawsuit against Patriot Pickle Products sold under Whole Foods 365 label. Apparently, these two companies were partners between 2012 and 2021 until they had a falling out. Now, the company accused Patriot Pickle of using its proprietary recipe in its products sold nationwide at uh, Whole Foods. Now, Patriot Pickle is uh, trying to profit off a Grillo's 100-year-old family recipe. (laughs) Those bastards. You know, I'll tell you another reason I don't like pickles. When I was a kid, I went to this pickle plant, and they've got these huge vats of pickles. And when you were walking around, my dad was there for something. I don't know what we were doing there. But I went walking around back in the back of this pickle factory for whatever it was, this, this pickle plant. And, you know, I mean, the, my aunt used to make them in a little in a bucket in the bathroom. You know, you throw cucumbers in there and they pickle in there. And, and you know, I guess that's where I get every once in a while I like a chilled dill. Okay, I got it. But, and, you know, you, people used to take them out of the big buckets. You know, those old stores used to have the buckets of pickles and stuff. Ugh, just nasty. Anyway, uh, I mean, I'd almost rather have whale vomit, to be honest with you, a little amber grip. But that's just me. So anyway, when we go to this pickle place, I don't know what we were doing there, but I go out back and I start wandering around and there, you know, there's forklifts driving in between these vats and stuff. And I'm, I'm just looking at these giant vats full of, you know, what's going to be pickles and some of them are pickles and some of them are fresh. And this, uh, this forklift comes driving by and I stepped back and I almost, I mean, I was close to falling in this huge vat of pickles, man. I, I mean, I was scared. I thought for sure I was going back into this vat of pickles. And I can remember, oh, I was so scared. And my dad, I see my dad, and he's just standing back there shaking his head like, what a fat dummy. <laughs> uh, he's just going to go into this vat of pickles. I'm going to have to pull his fat ass out of this pickle vat. <laughs> I was close, man. And I remember walking back, and he was like, you almost went in, didn't you? I did, man. Uh, that's my, I think my hatred for pickles was back in full force right then. All right, let's go to the break room. Get something cold to drink to wash this pickle out of my mouth. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. It's uh, Jeff Fisher Radio on Threads now. If I read, uh, if if what I read is true about Threads, it won't. I mean, I'm going to be pissed. Okay, so according to this, uh, if you want to delete your Threads altogether, you have to delete your Instagram account too. If that's true. I don't think they'll have to change that because there's no way that uh, there's no way. I guess you're just going to stop using it, right? They're just going to stop using it. I know people are upset because, you know, they signed up for threads and now they realize that, uh, you know, all this information goes to Facebook. He's already got it. That information's already out there. You've, you've, that horse has been out of the barn a long time ago. Okay. But to get rid of threads, if I have to, if I want to delete my threads app, I have to delete my Instagram app and lose. If you, if you have to delete the app and then re, 
uh, you know, if you repost your app into your phone, it's not, you know, you just download the app again. But if it deletes your Instagram account, that's a problem. People are going to be pissed. So they won't, that, they won't settle for that. The big zuck will have to, that will have to be fixed. No question. Anyway, you can follow me on threads too, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. I was looking at, uh, for some reason, I was in uh, uh, Facebook my Jeff Fisher Radio Facebook account, and I was looking at uh, the top countries that were for this particular time frame. I I don't know. I was the last twenty eight days, and it could have been a month ago now that I, I was because I, I meant to tell you about it. I found it interesting that the top country uh, for Jeff Fisher Radio at this time was Nigeria. Well, United States obviously was number one. Okay, and then Nigeria, then Ghana than Canada. So I'd like to say hello to all the Nigerians and Ghanians. Uh, welcome. Uh, and then when you look at the top cities, uh, San Antonio, Texas, awesome, welcome. I'd like to have you along here in San Antonio. New York was number two. Uh, Lagos, Nigeria. And uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. So you guys are right up there, Lagos, uh, with the uh, cities for uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm not opposed to uh, Nigeria or Ghana. Uh, being a part of uh, chewing the fat welcome welcome i used to notice a lot of downloads coming from africa um that was when we had a lot of military in africa and there were different places in africa that we had military and they were i know that's where they were listening to chewing the fat there's no way i mean i I'm assuming that someone with a VPN, uh, one of those VPN changers, <laughs> is just routing it through uh, Nigeria or Ghana. But I could be wrong. So welcome. You know, I'm, I'm happy you're along. But we've taken a lot of military out of Africa. And so the numbers of downloads from Chewing the Fat in Africa have dwindled a little uh, in Africa. So I'm happy to have them back. Uh, that's a continent I want to, you know, I'm, that's a growing continent. So I'm all about it. Uh, you can follow me on my YouTube channel, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And you can always order a Cameo from me. That's not free, but you go to Cameo at JeffyJFR and uh, just tell me whether you want me to be happy, glad, sad, mad, mean, whatever. And uh, then you, you know, then I'll do it and then I'll get paid. I mean, Cameo's my pimp. They tell me what you want and I do it. It's just that simple all right so we've been watching i would talk to you a little bit about shows that we watch and you know obviously yellowstone and we can get into uh man it's a huge debacle with kevin costner and his divorce going on man good stuff good stuff but uh that's not what i'm here to talk to you about right now uh we talk about joe pickett uh on paramount plus he is a fish and wildlife guy in wyoming it's you know and it's, the show is wrapped around you know murder and, and mystery and stuff but that's what he does costner had said that he was busy working and had sold some shows about national park investigations and uh, he was going to do and i think one of the networks actually stole it and we're going to have another new show that he doesn't have anything to do with that is about national parks and uh, crime and what have you so i was looking at a story that talked about every year you know i mean obviously millions of people visit the national parks and they're you know scattered all over the country right i mean that's that's what they are and so according to this um 
2,459 visitors died in national parks between 2014 and 2021. Now, during that period, most of the causes of death were natural or medical-related, 430, followed by motor vehicle crashes, 407. They uh, were they're considered 382 deaths with undetermined causes, uh, followed by drowning, 370. Other causes of death included falls, uh, environmental, transportation, homicide, Deaths caused by wildlife or animals were the rarest. Pretty incredible. So number one, uh, the top 10 uh, national parks. Uh, Lake Mead, National Recreation Area. Uh, death count 153 uh, in that uh, six, seven year period. Nice. Grand Canyon National Park. Death count 116. I mean, how many TV shows do you need for these? It's awesome. You can do a TV show, a park. Amazing. Uh, number three, the Natchez Trace Parkway. Uh, they had 109 uh, deaths at the Natchez uh, Trace Parkway. The Yosemite National Park had 102. Incredible. 33 of the deaths were medical conditions. 29 people from fatal falls. Eight were drownings and six deaths due to the environment. Do bullets count as environment or am I just thinking? Blue Ridge Parkway beautiful uh they had 95 they're not even cracking 100 in between 2014 and 2000 we're under 100 now wow so the bottom six are under 100 we're doing okay uh the golden gate national recreation area death count 83 (laughs) the great smoky mountains national park okay so the great smoky mountains national park and what was the 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 Blue Ridge Parkway, right? That, so that's right there. That's the same. That's kind of the same neck of the woods. You could do the same thing. All right, so the Great Smoky Mountains, uh, 82 is the death count. Uh, 28 deaths from collisions, 19 related to medical conditions. Okay. Uh, leaves a lot of extra deaths we're not sure of. I'll tell you that. Uh, number eight was the Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Park, 63 deaths. The Glen Canyon National Recreation Area, which is uh, the Lake Powell and Lower Cataract Canyon in Utah and Arizona, has about 3 million visitors annually. So 62 people died there. And nine of those deaths, undetermined causes. Huh. Okay. And number 10, coming in at number 10, uh, Gateway National Recreation Area, death count, 61. Wow. And uh, they only had uh, 22 deaths there. Undetermined causes. So, uh, I mean, it makes you think uh, twice about going to the National Park. They're so beautiful and they're so wonderful. Maybe we just look at them, I don't know, on YouTube. I am excited about a new show coming out, though. We talked, I laid out some new shows uh, that I've been watching uh, yesterday uh, on my Chewing the Fat show, and you can go back and listen. I also talked to uh, Phelan Mackler and uh, talked about the Kevin Spacey case and their new podcast, which is awesome. You can go back and listen to that interview. Uh, Phelan is in London. We covered uh, a lot of the Kevin Spacey 
trial and story and what they're covering on the podcast. I can't wait to talk to Phelan again in London when the trial wraps up. So anyway, the new show that I, that I didn't mention yesterday was uh, Justified City Primeval. My man Raylan Givens is back. Timothy Oliphant. I am fired up about this. I loved Justified. If you have not watched Justified, I mean, you could binge it. I think it's six or seven seasons. It's awesome. So much fun. So anyway, he's back. The U.S. Marshal Raylan Givens is back. Uh, not a lot of the old show uh, is back. This is a whole new Justified City Primeval. He goes to Detroit. He's still the U.S. Marshal. Uh, and so it's kind of a bummer that... Uh, we're not going back to Harlan County, uh, but we are going to Detroit. So anyway, I'm looking forward to that. I like Timothy Oliphant, and uh, that should be should be fun to watch. I did start watching. Uh, <laughs> I did start watching uh, Lincoln Lawyer, which just dropped on Netflix yesterday. I watched a couple episodes of that. Five episodes. I told you I was bummed. That Netflix. What are you doing? Just drop the season. I am so ticked at that. They only dropped five show, five episodes, and then I got to wait till August for the next five. I come on Netflix, you really ticking me off with that. But anyway, I still watched the uh, watched the first couple episodes of that. Uh, I like it. Lincoln Lawyer's back, baby. It was worth a watch. It's fun. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm done with talking about the new shows. Although you know the new Jack Ryan is only doing a couple episodes a week, which I uh, don't. Joe Pickett's coming up on the end of Paramount Plus. I got I to gotta enjoy these, though, because with the writer strike and the actor strike coming up, because, I mean, well, they claim they're going to strike with the writers. No, no, they're not. They're just, we're actors. We're going to act like we're behind the writers 100%, but really we're not. We're going to strengthen. We're, we're behind you. We're going to strike with you. I'll tell you that unless our stuff is met because we're there with you. Are you? Are you there with us? Because it doesn't look like it to me. Anyway, uh, so there's not going to be new shows, right? It's just not going to happen. We're going to have uh, we're going to have reality shows like William Shatner and his Mars show or whatever he's got going on on Fox. He's got people living. It's like Big Brother. William Shatner doing Big Brother only. They're pretending it's Mars. That's what we're going to have. We're going to be stuck with reality shows again forever. Trump will be back. Wait. That might not be a bad thing. You're fired. So I don't know if we're in the 146th or the 147th year of Wimbledon, but we're somewhere in that neck of the woods. And uh, I'm looking where it's happening right now uh, in London at Wimbledon. And we have, I think, until the 16th of of this month, 16th of July, 2023, is when we'll have breakfast at Wimbledon. I was looking. At, I was wanting to make find out when breakfast of Wimbledon was, and then I was I used Bing, which I hate. I don't know why. Whenever I think, well, I'll just use Bing. No, that's a mistake. Google is the best. Jeff, the way they get all your information is just like Mark Zuckerberg and the rest of those social media companies. You should use Bing. Bing sucks. 
Okay, I don't care how much information they have for me. I just want the product to work. Anyway, according to Bing, breakfast at Wimbledon can refer to different things depending on context. Okay, breakfast at Wimbledon is what we do. That is where we watch the championships of Wimbledon Sunday mornings. Okay, at the champion. That's what that's what it is. All right, it's a great it's a great thing. It's a great sales campaign for them. That's what it is. Okay, so it's ongoing. I hear. Pippa got the boot again. Pippa and some other guy. Uh, once again, she she shows up late for a few things. I don't know what her deal is, uh, but I, I hear she showed up at the box, and uh, they were like, uh, yeah, it's already full. Uh, you're late, so uh, you hit the bricks. All right, get out of here. There's only so many seats in the Royal Box at Wimbledon, okay? You show up late, you get the boot. You can go across the street and have a drink or go back to your home, but uh, you can't stay here. So I was uh, reading about Wimbledon, and they've made some changes this year. Uh, They're loosening up the old standards at Wimbledon, okay? They have the, I mean, they've been renowned. They've been torn between, they have a strict all-white dress code. That's their deal, period. Except for this year. Uh, They just changed it. Uh, Women players now can wear dark colored undershorts. Wait, what? Yes, that's right. Uh, Now, that change is intended to ease anxiety around female periods. Because we've all seen the photos of, uh, you know, the uh, the female tennis players with their white shorts. And it's, uh, you know, it's that time of the month again. And it's not pretty. It's not pretty. So, uh, it's a lot prettier in dark underwear, too. Oh, okay. I got you. All right. Apparently so. But, but, don't be making those dark undershorts longer than your skirts. Okay? Other will kick you off the court for that. The shorts still have to be shorter than the skirt. Okay? All right. That's just the way. That's the way it is. I'm sorry about it. Those are the rules. All right? You can wear the dark underwear just make sure they're up above the skirt okay all right make sure you know what uh i don't want uh i want shades too i want shades of i I don't i don't want the shades let me see what it says here shades of off-white or ivory are strictly forbidden yeah so it's got to be i mean i want white and the only thing that can't be white is your underwear if you're a female i guess guys could wear dark underwear too and just say well i'm identifying as a female playing on the men's side and you'd be fine so let's, let's see wimbledon take that so a week ago the video was making the rounds that uh, showed this guy carving his girlfriend's initials into the side of the coliseum and i and i didn't think much of it i think like, oh, this guy people are a little wound up so what you know he carved the initials into the side of the coliseum it's the two thousand year old coliseum no one has ever touched it like that before ever yeah you know they used to kill people uh in the middle of that uh so you know i'm okay with this guy carving we can't have people carving things in the side of the coliseum well italy's culture minister has called for the man you know we want we need to know who he is we need to have him sanctioned uh, this will not stand uh this incivility uh that a tourist defaces one of the most famous places in the world a historical heritage site <laughs> okay calm down 
Italy's culture minister. I know that's your gig, but calm down just a little bit. All right, and he actually uh, tweeted out the blurred image of the young tourist. Why was it blurred? Why did you blur it? You didn't want him recognized, or I thought you wanted him recognized. Oh, it didn't matter because you already knew who he was. Oh, okay. So it's the UK-based tourist. Uh, and everybody was all wound up this guy I can't believe why would he do something like that you're at the Coliseum you're trying to impress your babe your girlfriend and you pull out your keys and you're just gonna hey let me I'm gonna carve your initials into the Coliseum that's how much I love you okay baby all right let's go back to the hotel now knowing that I've got your initials carved in the Coliseum oh no we can't have that no 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 so we now know who he is Weary, we found uh, records from the hotel. <laughs> we are unhappy with my man, okay? And they, uh, he has apologized, saying he's sorry. I didn't know what to do. And I was all, I was just, I was just caught up in the moment. And I didn't know what I was doing. So uh, if there's a trial, he could be jailed for two to five years and fined up to 15,000 euros. Okay. <laughs> Stop it stop it okay i know that it's the coliseum but stop it okay uh we didn't ask him why he did it that will be a judge to hear okay italy calm down relax a little bit okay and don't forget you did actually kill people in the middle of that thing it's a it's a landmark it's the coliseum i mean i love the coliseum don't get me wrong i think it's beautiful you're, uh, we're already having a thing. We, you think you're going to let a cage fight with two tech executive CEOs in the middle of the Coliseum to have a cage match? And we, and we, we don't. We, we can't have this guy carving two letters into the wall. It's too horrific. Okay. All right. All right. You got it. I understand. Don't worry about it. <sighs> Agonizing. Oh, hey, congratulations, though. Uh, to Jenny Craig. They're back at it, baby. <laughs> yeah, they're coming back at it. They're going to be revived as an e-commerce company in the coming months uh, because the uh, rival weight loss uh, company uh, that bought them uh, is just going to redo Jenny Craig. Huh, what? Yeah, Nutrisystem. Uh, so, I'm sorry, Wellful Inc., who was a direct-to-consumer wellness business Nutrisystem uh, acquired Jenny Craig uh, intellectual property, and they wouldn't for an undisclosed amount. I don't understand why it was undisclosed. Who cares? I mean, the IP priced out at ten million. You think Jenny Craig man would be worth more than that? Wow, that's that's pretty amazing. So anyway, the wellful CEO Brandon Edcock said uh, the Jenny brand is well known. Core aspects around great food coaching, the overall program, and the success they previously had. Uh, we need to reboot that and get that up and running. So you can be ready for Jenny Craig to be back on the market, baby. Four decades of Jenny Craig, based out of Carlsbad, California, went bankrupt. Well, that's the thing. She should have moved out of California. Uh, that's the thing. I was wondering how they, how terrible. I mean, Jenny Craig was a big deal for a long time, 
and uh, maybe that's it. She should have moved out of California, uh, but no, she filed for bankruptcy, and now it's all over. So uh, the next act is digital and e-commerce driven. All right, members are still going to be able to order meals to their doorsteps. They're going to get access to personalized coaching, a core feature that previously took place across hundreds of physical locations, but now completely virtual. Yeah, well, duh. Uh, if you need me to coach, uh, I'll be there for you. I'm ready, Jenny. Uh, or, you know, Wellful. Or what's his name? Brandon? Is that the CEO's name? Adcock? What's his name? Yeah, Brandon Adcock. That's what I thought. Thank you. Uh, Brandon, call me. I'm happy to be a coach for Jenny. <laughs> Get out there. You don't want Ozempic, but use Jenny Craig. Stop it. Nobody wants to. There's no magic pill. Don't let those Ozempic people fool you. There's no magic pill. Okay. While there's Jenny Craig, we're the magic pill for you today. Okay. You don't even, I don't even want you to go to Nutrisystems. I want you to order me some Jenny Craig and get out there and start uh, doing a little exercise and eat right with Jenny Craig. I'm here for you. it's friday so it's time for what's being called america's favorite game show what's the lie what's the lie where contestants try to decipher the lie from our count of one two three four headlines one of them not true thus that's where we get what's the lie our contestant today alex upton if you win not only will you come back for another round you will win a talking sense jeffy blue freshie and for more information you can go to talking sense facebook group and find the freshie scent and design just for you and if you or someone you love would like to be a contestant on what's the lie you can email chewing the fat at the blaze.com alex upton welcome to what's the lie how are you i'm great how are you jeff i am fantastic so alex you are from the great state of michigan that's correct that's awesome and i'll i'm holding my hand up now Uh, i believe that you live right about here is that right uh yeah Yeah. let's call that true yeah that's right that's right there so uh i know that you are uh ready to be a contestant on what's the lie are you ready to uh give it a shot let's do it all right all right let's go what's the lie headline number one a robot conductor gives a history-making orchestral debut headline number two iowa man's collection of seventy thousand pencils being evaluated as a possible world record fans headline number three fans are outraged after grand rapids july 4th drone show depicts spoiler of oppenheimer Headline number four. The FTC says Stonio's cannabis cookies look too much like Oreos. Those are your four headlines. Number one, Robot Conductor gives a history-making orchestral debut. Headline number two, Iowa Man's collection of 70,000 pencils being evaluated as a possible world record. Headline number three, fans outraged by Grand Rapids' July 4th drone show depicting spoiler for Oppenheimer. Headline number four, the FTC says Stonio's cannabis cookies look too much like Oreos. Those are your four headlines. Alex, 
I mean, I feel uh, I feel like this is pretty easy for you, but you go ahead and uh, tell me what is the lie. God, uh, are we talking number three? Is that Grand Rapids, Michigan? Well, the headline is just fans outraged after Grand Rapids doesn't say uh-huh. doesn't say Grand Rapids, so Michigan. It could be any Grand Rapids. Correct. Mm. All right, I'm going to go with number one. Number one. Oh, no, dude. I wanted you to win so bad. I did, and I thought for sure you would have it. Oh, well. Uh, It was, uh, of course, the robot conductor gave a history-making orchestral debut. I mean, that is absolutely true. Oh, well. Thanks for listening and playing. What's the lie? What's the lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MF, XX, I, I, I. All right, number three then. Yeah, you would be correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, like I said, that's why I thought I got nervous because I remembered, oh, shoot. Uh, I mean, he's right there. Big Rapids, Grand Rapids, he's right there. He knows the news there. And yeah, yet, that's, no. That's I, you're wrong. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm really sorry. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing it's at you. I'm laughing good. with you, Alex. It's all good, so, man. <laughs> thank you, okay? Thank you. Oh, he's so pissed right now. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.